2: Hey, everybody, it's Monday, April 29th, and today I have nothing but good news for you. It's been a rough few days. We've seen the Avengers or Game of Thrones. No spoilers coming from me, but some of your favorite characters may have just died. We also had some serious and ugly stuff that happened this weekend. We had a horrible mass shooting in Tennessee, we had a white supremacist shooting at a synagogue in San Diego, we had multiple shootings in Baltimore. And of course, Trump is still president. But today I have two really good news stories for you. Let's talk about that new verse honoring Nipsey Hussle from Jay-Z. It's a verse that he delivered at his concert on Friday night. I want to break that verse down. I want to tell you about Adi Barkin, who is my hero. He's one of my favorite people on the planet. And we're going to close today with a few action items for us to take together. All right. This is Sean King, and you are listening to the, the, the Breakdown. The Breakdown the, 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 the Breakdown Hip-hop is really the soundtrack of my youth. And I was born all the way back in 1979. And back then, hip-hop was just coming onto the scene. And as I grew up, really, hip-hop grew up with me, or I grew up with it. The producer of this podcast, my best friend Willis a brother I've known since kindergarten, is a lifelong rapper and hip-hop music producer. And for all the credit that hip-hop gets for setting trends and shaping culture, to this day, I don't think that hip-hop artists have gotten the credit that they deserve for the poets that they are. At its essence, hip-hop music is poetry. And really more than any other genre of music, Hip-hop lyrics are just poems. Now, they have more style and swag than poetry, and once you see and hear it delivered, it's got so much swag. But if you strip the beat and strip the style and just look at the lyrics of some of the best rappers, you'll quickly realize that what you're looking at is some of the best poetry that's ever been crafted. And that the people behind those lyrics, like Nas, like Biggie, like Kendrick and Cole, they are the poets of this generation. And on Friday night in the East Village of New York City, a historic concert venue called Webster Hall reopened after being closed for two years for renovations. And they had Jay-Z open the venue with an amazing creative set. Now, you can't watch the whole concert anywhere, and I wasn't there. I wish I was there, but I've caught a lot of little snippets from people who were there in the audience and filmed it with their cell phones, and one of those snippets in particular has been on my mind ever since I heard it. Now, while almost all the music from the concert was old stuff, this particular verse was new, and it was about the power of ownership, of entrepreneurship, about Nipsey Hussle... And I want you to pay particular attention to a line that Jay-Z gives about crabs in the barrel. Okay. Here it goes.
1: Gentrify your own hood but these people do it. Claim eminent domain and have your people moving. That's a small glimpse into what Nipsey was doing. But anybody still confused as to what he was doing. The neighborhood designed to keep us trapped. They redlined lined us so property crimes if you live by blacks. They depressed the asset and take the property back. It's a ruthless but a genius plan in fact. So now we fighting over scraps. Crabs in the barrel, but crabs don't belong in the barrel. They ain't never tell us that. So in the barrel, we gonna act like we act. We can easily get out the barrel if we stand on each other's back. Whoever gets on top, as long as they stay attached, they can pull everybody out. I was doing just that. I told neighborhood nymphs to stay close. $100 million on your schedule lay low Tell your team to be on point in the places that they go I never treat to get killed in the place that he called home How we gonna get in power with you the sauce? Y'all like to run up on the plug, so of course That ain't lit, that's a means to an end Me and my team was playing the plug and had a plan Sometimes he's only making a thousand a joint that ain't no money, but that ain't the point. So those 92 bricks was only 92000 So y'all can close your mouth. It ain't nothing for y'all to wow. But it is time to study. We was chasing our goals, not chasing money. Niggas chasing hoes, we find that funny. I pull up in the rows, that hoe gon' want me. But I don't want no hoe, I want a wife. Somebody to bounce these ideas off at night. I be going to sleep, hoping they visit me. That young king had a lot of shoes to split with me. And we ain't got to leave the hood physically. But we got to leave that shit mentally. Somehow, someway, I'm going to make it up out the hood someday.
2: What did I tell you? Rappers are just poets. And they're using rhymes and style to just capture our attention and tell us stories and kick some knowledge. Now, there are two things about that Jay-Z verse. First, that lyric about the crabs in a barrel is just brilliant. Now, have you ever used the metaphor about crabs in a barrel before? I've used it many times across my life. It's mainly used to describe how we often tear each other down when we should be lifting each other up, like crabs in a barrel. But Jay very simply just says, hold up, hold up. Crabs don't even belong in barrels. And why aren't we talking about how much of a problem the barrel is. See, that's hip-hop. He used this well-worn crabs-in-a-barrel metaphor, flipped it on its head, and used it to talk about gentrification and redlining in black neighborhoods and how sometimes our conditions, the barrel, cause behaviors more than behaviors cause conditions. Just brilliant. The second thing that I want to talk about is how people are criticizing Jay-Z's mention of how we should basically be gentrifying our own neighborhoods. Now, on one end, I get the criticism because the word gentrification is really problematic, but I don't think that's what he's saying. He's just talking about how we need to invest in our own communities. But here's what I love about the debate. Jay-Z has lyrics that have us debating the definition of gentrification. And to me, that's a good thing. Which leads me to my second story. the breakdown. Down, down. Adi Barkin is my hero. And I don't say that lightly. I don't think any person on earth inspires me more every single day than this man. Now, he's a young man. He's actually several years younger than me. But the guy is my hero. And just a few years ago, I'd heard about him, but I didn't know him personally. He was widely known, actually, in a lot of the same circles that we walk in. He was widely known and respected in progressive circles for being a brilliant organizer and just a fighter. He had created several brilliant campaigns for progressive causes and candidates. Then, soon after, Adi and his wonderful wife, Rachel, soon after they had their first baby back in 2016— a beautiful baby boy named Carl, Adi began noticing some strange pains in his hands and in his arms. And they weren't normal like cramps. It was something much worse. And after several tests, to Adi's surprise, it was ALS. He had probably already had it for months, but it was undetected. And now it was rapidly destroying his body. In a matter of weeks, He was struggling to use his limbs, but he could still walk and talk and move. In a matter of months, he required a wheelchair, but could still walk and talk and use his arms some. In a year, it was impacting every single part of his body, including his voice. And I want to play a love letter that Adi recorded for his son, Carl. I'm going to post this video on all of our social media channels so you can see it, but it's just beautiful.
0: Hey, Carl, it's me. Dad, by the time you're watching this, you will have grown up to be strong and courageous, just like you are now as a little boy. But I don't know how much longer I'll be around for you. I was diagnosed with ALS today, which is a deadly debilitating disease. A year ago, I was a healthy man. Today, my muscles are turning into jello, and my voice ain't what it used to be. After I was diagnosed, the President and Congress passed a tax bill that put my health care at risk. The coming years are going to be really hard, Carl. For me, for you, for Mom. I'm going to need medicine, I'm going to need a ventilator, and I'm going to need Medicare to help pay for my health care. I've paid into Medicare and Medicaid all my working life, but this tax bill could rip all of that away. The AARP has come out against the tax bill. They see it means $25 billion in cuts to Medicare next year alone. All to give tax cuts to billionaires who don't need them. So I went to Washington, D.C. to tell our representatives that this bill was wrong, immoral, and un-American. My next guest made headlines when he confronted a Republican senator on an airplane. Think about my son and your grandchildren. You can be an American hero. Senator, I'm dying. Come on. Why are you running away from me? All right, I'm going to knock on your door. Capital Police. I wanted to do what I could to help create a better country for you to live in. Democracy is beautiful. Democracy is beautiful. I want to be a role model for you, even if I'm gone. I'm losing my ability to speak, so I'm asking people to be my voice. I'm losing my ability to walk, so I'm asking people to march for me, to vote to replace these Republicans in Congress with people who listen to families like ours. All that matters to me is to make you proud of your old dad because I'm already so proud of you.
2: Now, that was last year in 2018. Thankfully, Adi and I got to do some events together last year, and we got to support each other and support our causes last year. He actually is one of the founding members of the North Star, which makes this podcast possible. And I'm glad and excited that we got to spend that time together because today, Adi has completely lost his ability to move. He's lost almost all of his ability to communicate with us. Now, his mind is as sharp as ever, but now he's having to use his eyes to speak. And tomorrow, which will be Tuesday, April 30th, Adi is doing something so brilliant and so beautiful. At the risk of his own health and well-being, this man put his entire life on the line this weekend to pack up and travel from California to D.C., which is an incredibly difficult trip for his body, He traveled from California, he just got in DC today to testify before Congress about why he loves and supports Medicare for all. And I'm so proud and grateful for his courage because this man is using every ounce of energy in his body to stand for something. He can't even move his limbs, he can't talk, he can't walk, he can't speak. But before Congress, he's going to use his eyeballs to speak through a computer about why he believes this country needs Medicare for all to change our healthcare system. Now, that's courage. That's somebody having the courage of their convictions. And I'm so proud of him. And I don't just want us to be proud of him, I want us to live like him, which leads me to our action steps for the day. Take action. 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 Steps. Action. 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 Steps. Now, our first action step for the day is I I want you to follow Adi Barkin on all social media networks and support this man's work. Make him your hero. Learn from him. Learn about his organization. Learn about the work that he believes in. Of course, I want you to retweet him. But it's really more than that. I want you to be inspired by his courage and decide to live like him. Let me show you how you can follow him, particularly on Twitter. And then let me tell you why it's important for you to follow him, particularly on social media. You can follow him now at Adi Barkan. That's A-D-Y-B-A-R-K-A-N. That's Adi Barkan. A-D-Y-B-A-R-K-A-N on Twitter. All right. And social media is even more important for Adi than it is even for me or for you, Because he's able to use these platforms to communicate us now that he no longer has an audible voice. He's able with his eyes and with those that are around him to support him. He's able to type messages on social media to still communicate his heart to us. And so his messages on social media, they're fewer and fewer, but they're so important. And I would love for you to follow him on social media. All right. And when you do, just uh, send him a little message encouraging him. And maybe even let him know that you heard about him on the breakdown because he helped make this podcast possible. Now, second is something that we've never done on the breakdown before, but I want all of us to please, please, please pre-order his new book together. It's so special and important to him, and it's special and important to me. It's called Eyes to the Wind, a memoir of love and death, hope and resistance, and I've read it. And it's beautiful and powerful and inspirational. And you can pre-order it now. But you have to understand, these are the dying words of a man who loves us and wants to see this nation live up to its potential. It's beautiful. It's painful. It's transparent. But it's inspiring. And we can all pre-order it together. Now, you can also just look at the pinned tweet on the top of his Twitter page, but in case he changes that, there's a bit.ly link that you can go to. It's bit.ly is bit.ly B-I-T backslash eyes to the wind. That's bit.ly backslash eyes to the wind. You can pre order the book there. Now, lastly, I want you to pledge to watch his testimony before Congress tomorrow. It's going to be a powerful thing. As far as I know, I think he is the only activist and organizer that's going to be testifying about Medicare for All. He really got special permission from Speaker Pelosi to even be there. He's going to share it live on his Twitter page. We'll share it live on all of our social media channels as well. But I want you to watch his testimony before Congress and share it and just be inspired by somebody who is squeezing every ounce out of their lives to just impact the world and make a difference in the world. The <laughs> Breakdown. Hey, everybody. Thank you so much for making it all the way through this episode of The Breakdown. If you haven't already, subscribed to our podcast. We'll be right back here every single weekday breaking down important news stories and issues, and we'd love it if you would subscribe on your favorite podcast app like Apple Podcasts or Spotify. And we want you to share this podcast with your friends and family. Our next big goal is to get to 100,000 subscribers, and we just can't get there without you. We think we're about halfway there, but we need you to help get us to 100,000 subscribers. Have you left a review yet? On Apple Podcasts, we have now almost 5,000 five-star reviews, but we still want to hear from you. So please leave your best review when you get some time, all right? Thank you, of course. To the nearly 30,000 founding members of the North Star, whose generosity even makes this podcast possible. We love each of you and we appreciate you so very much. Now, if you love this podcast and you want to support our work, or you want to see the show notes and transcripts for each episode, we'd love it if you'd consider becoming a founding member of our community. And you can do that at the North There, we not only have all of our podcasts, but hundreds of original articles and stories and commentaries. some of the leading scholars and thinkers in the world lastly i want to give a shout out to our podcasting director and senior producer willis for his hard work on this and every episode take care everybody